Life is like an experiment. And the Self-Improvement Lab is the podcast that will help you find your perfect formula to success and happiness. Hey, what's up? I'm Simone. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Lab. Today's episode is going to be about one of my favorite topics at all about self-improvement, and that is sleep. I have to divide the episode in two sections because I have so many things to tell you about it and uh, one is just not enough. So today's sections are going to be a general introduction about the theory of sleep, which consists of uh, the circadian rhythm and the sleep cycles. And they will serve me as a baseline for the following topics, which are sleep duration, wake up time and bed time. And I want to conclude the episode by talking about uh, bedtime routine and how to relax before going to bed. So let's begin. So a person generally spends one third of his life asleep. And I believe that this number itself is enough to make us understand how important and how much of an influence sleep can have on our life. So today, sleep is one of the most underestimated pillars of health and uh, it is one of my favorite actually, but for the common person, sleep is not important. And I believe that the main reason behind it is that sleep has an image problem. In fact, if you sleep, if you sleep a lot, you will, you will be labeled by, by the other people as a lazy person and, uh, you know, people and especially teenagers they they are proud to sleep less they love it because they wear it as a badge of honor in front of the others because you know just being awake for so much time is is something difficult to do because our body needs to sleep and it means going against our most innate uh, like feelings uh, and needs and so I don't understand this, but uh, it's very common and uh, endemic in our society. So let's begin with a general introduction about sleep. And uh, first off, I want to talk about the circadian rhythm. The circadian rhythm is a 24 hours internal clock that tells to our body when we must be alert or when we have to go to sleep, when we have to feel tired. And for this reason, it is also known as the sleep-wake cycle and uh, it basically dictates the release of hormones inside our bodies that are going to make us feel tired or awake during the day. But uh, due to our always engaged and stressful lives, the circadian rhythm is sometimes disrupted and it doesn't work so well in many people. And one of the ways we can have it regular is by having a consistent sleeping pattern which means going to bed and waking up always at the same time. I will stress this thing later in the episode, but uh, just start remembering it by now. So the following topic that I'm going to describe is one of the most important things regarding sleep, in my opinion. And what I'm talking about are the sleep cycles. Each night when we sleep, we go through different sleep cycles. The duration of each of them is uh, on average 1 hour and 30 minutes. And uh, for example, if we sleep from 6 to 7 and a half hours, um, we probably go through 4 or 5 sleep cycles. 
and each and every one of them is made up of different phases and each different phase serves a purpose. So the first phase that we go through on every sleep cycle is called the light sleep phase and the light sleep is made of two parts. The first part is consists of uh, muscle, muscles relaxations and it's basically when we are feeling drowsy and we are falling asleep but we are still susceptible to external stimuli such as lights and sounds. And the second part is uh, consists of the memory consolidation when what we have learned during the day is moved from the short to the long-term memory. Then we have the most important phase of a sleep cycle which is the deep sleep and uh, this is the most important because it's the most restorative one and uh, it's when the growth hormone is released in our body and we are the least likely to be affected by external stimuli. The third phase is called REM which stands for rapid eye movement and uh, in this phase we have a eye brain function and uh, it's uh, when we dream, it's called also the dream phase of sleep. After that we have concluded our sleep cycle and we wake up. But uh, just a few moments later we're going to begin another one if we don't have to like uh, get up and do something. So here comes my first golden tip for this episode which regards sleep cycles. So if we want to have a deep and restful sleep we have to go through as many high-quality sleep cycles as possible and spend as much time as we can in a deep sleep stage. This can be achieved by adopting correct sleeping patterns that I will tell you later on in the episode. Okay, now let's move on to the following section which is about sleep duration and wake up and bedtime. So, the duration of one's sleep is not a fixed number and uh, it varies according to many factors such as the genes, the age, uh, the sex uh, of a person, the habits, uh, the networks, uh, time shifts, uh, etc. And everybody has to find its own patterns and sleep duration. So now I want to give you another shocking advice which is to eradicate the idea of sleeping in hours. As we saw, our sleep works uh, in cycles. So we should uh, like calculate how much cycles we have to have an optimal sleep during the night. And the advice that I'm giving you is to hit a constant number of cycles per week. For example, I am aiming to achieve uh, at least 35 cycles per week, which consists of uh, sleeping five cycles per night. And this may sound like a lot of hours, but uh, in order to have five cycles a night, you have to sleep for seven hours and 30 minutes, which is um, on average um, the duration of a person's sleep. And this is why the general advice regarding the quantity of sleep that one should get is to say like sleep eight hours, because in eight hours you will probably I mean, you will surely go through at least five cycles, which is more than enough to have a restful night of sleep. So according to this, we have to choose a wake up time. 
So the most important thing about the wake up time is that it always have to be the same. And it means uh, consequently that also the sleep time has to be as well the same every single night. And uh, I want to include weekdays. And so no weekdays off. We have to wake up at the same time every single day. And I think this is especially difficult for many teenagers. I find it uh, quite uh, like satisfying because every Sunday, for example, I wake up at 5.30 or 6 and uh, seeing that all the other people are sleeping makes me like feeling productive and gives me motivation. And uh, yes, this this is my, my perspective. But I assure you that when I wake up and perform my morning routine, I am not tired at all. And uh, if you're worried about uh, like going to parties and uh, late coming back home late at night, uh, I will give you some other advices about that later. And uh, you can absolutely do that, but just uh, choose a wake up time that uh, allows you to wake up at the same time every single day. This is uh, a great advice I'm giving you. So how can we understand if we are sleeping enough regarding the amount of cycles that we are having? So you just have to answer to these two simple questions. And the first one is, do you wake up feeling refreshed? And uh, the second one is, do you wake up without the alarm? Why am I asking you to if you wake up without the alarm? Because if you remember a while ago, I talked about the circadian rhythm, which is like this internal clock that regulates our bodies. So our body knows when we have to feel energetic or when we have to feel tired. So if we have a regular sleep pattern, he knows when we when it has to release the like the hormones that are make us feel energetic and awake. So before you even know it, your body understands that every single day Simone wakes up at 6 o'clock a.m. And so before getting to 6 o'clock, it starts releasing cortisol and other things in our blood that are going to make us feel awake a while later. So this is a really good way we can understand if our sleep is regular and well done. So once we have chosen the wake up time that suits us the best and also how many sleep cycles we want to hit, we have to count backwards in order to calculate our bedtime. So how can we do that? For example, if I have decided to sleep five cycles per night, I have to multiply five for one hour and 30 minutes, which makes seven hours and 30 minutes and subtract it to the clock, uh, to the time that we have chosen to wake up every single morning. And to that result, we have to subtract another 15 minutes. Why 15 minutes? Because on average, a person requires 15 minutes to fall asleep. And this doesn't count in the sleep uh, duration quantity, which is seven hours and a half. So the aim is to wake up in a light sleep phase. This is why we are counting backwards in um, sleep cycles. And this way we are not feeling, uh, we're not going to feel groggy and tired as soon as we wake up. 
And this is the number one reason why sometimes we wake up feeling refreshed and other times we wake up feeling tired and uh, like not motivated. We feel like upset uh, and we, you know, just uh, not uh, optimal in an optimal state. So here comes an advice that will help you always wake up in the light sleep phase so that you're not going to feel groggy and tired in the morning. And uh, it basically consists on buying a daylight lamp. A daylight lamp is basically an alarm which, um, which has a function and basically you can set up the time you want to wake up every single morning and 30 minutes before it, it starts simulating the sunrise. So as you can imagine, it will begin illuminating the bedroom with a light shade of color and then as the time goes, goes on, it will get more intense and uh, at 6 o'clock it will be like super intense and the entire bedroom will be shining and uh, there will also be a design designated uh, like um, ringtone that will wake you up if you haven't uh, already done it because of the light and this uh, like uh, uses the principle that uh, during uh, the light phase of sleep we are most susceptible to external stimuli so as we go through it we're going to be like disturbed by this external light because we were in a light sleep phase well before moving on to the next topic which is about bedtime routine i want to tell you another last thing which is that quality is more important than quantity so it's always better to sleep less cycles if we have if we are like in a, in a state of excitement because maybe we have just come back from somewhere or we are still excited for any other reason which is maybe a film maybe a night with friends maybe we're just uh, we're just happy for something and we can skip a cycle and skipping a cycle means uh, going to sleep one hour and 30 minutes later than our um, usual bedtime or even more if you need it but always be sure to wake up at the same time every single morning so you can decide to go to bed uh, like one hour and uh, 30 minutes later but you always need to wake up at the same exact time now let's move on to the last part of today's episode which is about uh, bedtime routine a bedtime routine is a series of activities whose main purpose is to calm ourselves down and relax so that our sleep will be optimal and we won't find it difficult to fall asleep. So before going to bed, I suggest you to engage in relaxing activities such as stretching, meditation, reading, having a hot bath or maybe also a walk outside. The most important recommendations that I want to give you are do not do any exercise or activity that can make you feel like active, that can wake your mind and otherwise you'll find it more difficult to fall asleep and for example a tip that, that you're not going to like is uh, do not watch uh, television at least not every single night and do not exercise or work out but especially I want to talk about the dangers of blue light so blue light has a specific wavelength in the 
color spectrum of light and uh, it has the ability to inhibit the melatonin secretion in your body and melatonin is the hormone whose main role and purpose is to regulate your sleep. So basically when we are exposed to, to too much blue light before going to bed our sleep will be ruined and disrupted. And uh, the problem is that blue light is basically everywhere in uh, today's society, uh, from smartphones to televisions uh, to computers uh, and also in our lighting system. And uh, for this reason, I suggest you to have a one hour and a half uh, no tech before sleep. And uh, this basically consists of um, like removing any kind of electronic device from your uh, from your site and um, it, they include like, like like I just said uh, smartphones uh, televisions uh, computers and this way you're not exposed to any blue light from them but uh, you can also do uh, a bit less than one hour and a half I do understand that uh, it's a lot I personally try to uh, remove uh, every electronic device uh, one hour before I have to go to sleep. And uh, there are also some other ways you can reduce uh, these negative effects. And uh, one, of, uh, one of these is uh, to use uh, like dim red lights uh, instead of just the most usual lighting systems and today's Today there are many different options from uh, Philips, uh, Philips uh, light bulbs uh, and other stuff that you can like regulate the color spectrum that uh, you want to emerge uh, your house uh, in. And uh, the second option is to, um, to use some uh, screen apps. The one that I use on my smartphone is called Twilight and the one that I use on my computer is called f.lux and I will put the links uh, in the description and basically they mm, try to reduce uh, the, mm, the quantity of blue light that the screen is emitting by turning it to uh, some red uh, variations and for this reason it may cause some problems if you have to work uh, like uh, with colors but uh, mm, after all I suggest you not to work uh, close to bedtime because that's going to um, like uh, stimulate your brain uh, and you're not going to have an optimal sleep so you can use the screen apps and the last advice that I want to give you if you just have to use the computer maybe for work uh, or just because you want to play video games with your friends I suggested to purchase a pair of uh, blue light glasses and I personally have one I will put the link in the description and mine also have a yellow tinted lens because in the yellow color has the like the property to relax the to relax your your sight and relax your mind as well so for this reason when i have to well basically after 8 o'clock p.m i start to wear these blue light glasses which are called blue light because they stop blue light and not because the lenses are blue, in fact mine are yellow, like I said, and uh, well, I find them quite useful and relaxing, and maybe at the beginning you will struggle at using them, because everything, will, uh, everything else will turn into a yellowish uh, like color, but uh, I think that uh, for my sleep I would do anything, so 
I just got used to them and uh, they do not cause any problem at all. So before concluding, I want to give you my personal bedtime routine. And uh, even though it's not a fixed uh, series of activities, because I basically decide every night some of them, there is a list of things that I basically always do, which is uh, like uh, fixing, fixing my to-do list and timetable for the following day. So I decide in advance the things that I want to do and perform the following day. Then I also prepare the clothes and uh, other stuff that I'm going to need uh, always the following day. For example, my university bag or my calisthenics bag. And then another thing that I love to do is to write something in my gratitude journal. And this uh, helps me keeping my mind uh, clear so it won't bother me to fall asleep because one of the main reasons many people cannot fall asleep is because they have many thoughts about work, uh, about personal life, uh, and this can cause uh, many further complications such as insomnia and other diseases and uh, one of one way you can reduce or even neutralize these uh, negative uh, thoughts in your mind is by writing them down and uh, actually there's also another thing that you can do after writing them down which is uh, throwing uh, the piece of paper you've written the things on in uh, to the trash can because this way you're like physically removing the thoughts from your mind and get it off and get it somewhere else. So this way you will not find it difficult to fall asleep, I assure you. Then there are uh, some things that I don't do every single day, but I like to alternate in my bedtime routine, depending on how I'm feeling. And uh, for example, one thing that I love doing is uh, reading, if it's not too late, because I <laughs> otherwise I cannot understand what I'm reading and I'm basically falling asleep by doing it. Then I love uh, making some stretching and massaging with the lacrosse ball and uh, the foam roller. And another thing that I do is breathing, uh, like some breathing techniques, uh, concentrating on my breath. And I personally do not meditate before going to bed, even though it might be a great thing to do because I just finding too much, uh, I, I don't know, I cannot concentrate on meditation before going to sleep and just, I've tried many, many times because I think it would be optimal and great, but I cannot do it, but I suggest you to give it a shot. So I have just finished with this episode. I hope you find it enjoyable and entertaining. And uh, this is one of my favorite topics, uh, like I said before in the introduction. And I hope I was able to like uh, convey you my idea on sleep uh, and how you can have an optimal night of sleep. And this knowledge I've built over time, over some years, through podcasts and uh, web articles. And uh, in the next episode, I, I'm going to give you a little sneak peek about the topics because I've already written down the, the notes for it. I'm going to talk about the morning routine, then naps, uh, uh, sleeping environment, uh, and the, the importance of exercise, the sleeping position, the coffee and alcohol effects, nose breathing, uh, healthy diet, uh, and yeah, this is probably all. And these are just a few names that, that will get some meaning uh, in the following episode. 
and uh, yeah thank you very much for listening please share this episode with your friends if you want especially this one i'm asking you because i'm really i will be glad to to know that many people uh, have listened to it and uh, i'm really mm, like uh, proud of it and uh, don't forget to visit my website at uh, the selfimprovementlab.com and also uh, subscribe to my instagram page always uh, the self improvement lab and uh, yeah this is all and see you soon bye